What's up, Citywide? I'm your host, Philip Patrick, and each episode I'll bring you the latest news, initiatives, and stories from around the system of people who are living our values and spreading the ripple. Welcome to Ripple On! Welcome to episode 11 of Ripple On. As always, we'll get into this month's strategic marketing theme here in a minute, but I want to start out by first celebrating a handful of December franchise anniversaries. We have Portland West celebrating four years, New Hampshire at six years, Inland Empire at eight years, Lehigh Valley, 10 years, Austin at 13 years, and Cleveland celebrating 18 years. Awesome job to those locations and their employees. We're so glad to have you as part of the citywide system, and thank you for helping make citywide what it is today. Speaking of anniversaries, I also want to give a shout out to Terry Berry and her podcast, Get the Money. On Wednesday, December 14th, we'll be publishing Get the Money's 50th episode. I know personally I've learned something from each and every one of Terry's episodes, and I hope you have as well. Drop her a line and let her know what your favorite episode has been so far. Now, our theme for this month is price. Price is an interesting theme because at the end of the day, when we're talking to clients, price is not what we're selling. We're not always the cheapest. We're not always the most expensive. In fact, most of the time, our price tends to be somewhere in the middle. So why is it so important to be able to talk about price? While our price doesn't necessarily make us unique, the value we offer certainly does. That being said, we still have to be able to talk about price in a consultative fashion, because at the end of the day, our client's budget is what it is, right? Being able to talk about price with confidence and knowledge really means making sure we're in alignment with our client's expectations and that we're ensuring our services are a good fit for their unique needs. So, how do we talk about price anyway? All right, my first guest this month, I am super excited to have on the show. Uh, She's actually my inspiration for getting into the podcast game. Terry, um, Really awesome to have you on, and also you're going to be coming up on your 50th episode in the near future, so I don't know if you had thought about that, but by the time this one comes out, you're going to be getting real close to your uh, 50th episode. So uh, Terry, go ahead and introduce yourself for the folks out there that may not be familiar with you. Okay, very good. Well, first of all, I'm flattered. Thank you very, very much. That's, That's a nice intro. I am Terry Berry. I'm the Director of Sales at the Support Center. And you and I have been working together for quite a while. We work on all kinds of cool projects. So I want to thank you for having me as a guest to um, do your podcast. This is exciting. Yeah, I had Paul last uh, last month. I'm sorry. This is this is definitely a, a top grade. So <laughs> I appreciate having you. Um, uh, noted. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, reason I wanted to have you on today, uh, we are talking about our monthly strategic marketing theme, which this month is pricing. Sure. Um, and when I first started at citywide, you know, I have a little bit of sales experience. I started out working in cell phones 
And for us, our big selling point was always being the cheapest. And that doesn't always apply to our sales model and what we're, what we're pitching out there. So talk to me a little bit about pricing and how we, as, uh, as consultants, how do we get around that? I love it. So you do get it. You understand how we sell it citywide. Um, you've written tons of training programs and all that good stuff. And of course, help me with my podcast. So, um, I know between your own experience in sales and, and being here so long, you get it. We're frequently not the cheapest. So it does make it um, I don't harder, not necessarily, more challenging maybe, you know. Um, what we're selling here is value. And I think that that's what we try to coach. That's what we try to teach. And by doing that, we're not going to be the cheapest. You know, being cheap is easy. Anyone can do that. What we're trying to do is keep our clients as customers for a long time. That's where the money's at. So with that said, um, we're not going to be the best fit for everyone, and that's okay. But embracing that concept can be a little scary for people. I think salespeople frequently think that they're going to lose deals because they're not the cheapest. So it's definitely something that we work on. So what are some ways that we can really get to the heart of that value? Great question. I appreciate you asking. I think the number one thing that you can do is find pain. We talk about pain a lot. Um, if you're finding pain when you're having conversations with your decision makers, then you can offer a solution. And that's where the true value is at. Use phrases like, tell me more about that. Or how does that affect you in your job when you start to uncover some of that pain to really get in there and make sure that, um, that you understand what the issues are so you can truly offer that solution. Um, not to mention, you know, our unique value proposition of representing the client. That's what makes us different. Okay. So, um, I think those are great ways to get to know a little bit more about our clients and, how our services might benefit them. Um, when that topic of pricing comes up, what are some ways that we can uh, broach that topic and how can we, how can we still demonstrate our value when maybe we're not the cheapest? Right. Well, I tell you what, so pricing, it can be tricky. Um, price is what it is. I think that you really have to have a good grasp of the information. So asking the right questions, make sure that you understand the expectations. And this is specifically, I guess what I'm talking about a lot is what we do in our building survey appointment. Um, don't make assumptions. And it's easy for salespeople to make assumptions that they know what needs to be done and that type of thing. So really uncovering what expectations are, I think is super, super important. Ensuring that you're comparing apples to apples when it comes to a scope of work. If you're not doing that, boy, that can get you sideways in price. Give me an example of that, apples to apples. Apples to apples. So as salespeople, we get super, super excited, right? And we like to say yes to everything. So um, for example, if you see a VCT floor, a vinyl composition tiled floor that is in poor shape. You can say things like, you know, we could throw in a strip and wax on top of that. We could take care of that for you once every six months. Well, if you include that in your pricing, but that's not what they're currently paying for, 
right there, you could have priced yourself out without even knowing it. So I think that, again, take a step back, make sure that you assess all the information, know what's currently going on in their situation is super helpful. Getting the budget full, you know how I feel about that. That's one of the most important things that you can do um, to know where you need to be so you don't price yourself out on that. There's a lot of different ways of getting that. I know we have limited time and I get very passionate about talking about this. I know, I know I'm talking a lot. I'm doing exactly what I say. Don't do, don't talk too much. Um, but the money call when it comes to, you know, how can you broach that topic of talking about money? I would recommend that you do it in the money call. You know, after you've gotten budget, I'm going to assume that you have. The next time to have that conversation is over the phone. It's a technique that we use in sales before we commit our pricing and writing. We have the conversation over the phone. That way it, it lives in the air somewhere. And if we find that we're off, we have the opportunity to correct before we've committed in writing. And it's not just that awkward moment when you show up for the proposal and your price is all out of whack compared to right. what they're expecting. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Where you lose right, right then on in there for on sure. the spot. Yeah. Uh, so Terry, you guys have had an awesome year. Um, Paul kind of hit on some of your statistics last month, so I, I won't ask you for those again, but okay. thinking about uh, December and what you all have coming up, what, what do you got going on in December? What are your plans? December is a super busy month on top of our usual. Of course, I'm producing some podcasts that you and I work on together, um, working on training and, and getting ready for next year. But I'm very fortunate. I get to go out in the field. I'll be working with our new location in Des Moines and helping them get a good start. I'm expecting to go out there and make some sales with them, I'm hoping. Um, in addition, I will be going to Kentucky. So I'll get to work with our new central Kentucky office. Very excited to work with them. And I'm going to swing by and see Doug Gardner and his team on my way back home. Very cool. I know you're, uh, you're all about the travel life and, uh, I'm sure they'll appreciate having a, a friendly face stop by to kind of show them the ropes and just check in and see how everybody's doing. Um, anything else you want to talk about today? Anything else that's burning on your mind? Um, you know, the only other thing I would say is it has been an amazing year. There's been just so much success across the system. So congratulations to everybody on an incredible year. And I think I would probably end it by just saying happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and happy new year. Awesome. Well, very cool. Thank you so much for stopping by Ripple On today. Thank you, Phil. All right. Great stuff there from Terry. Now, our friends in the marketing department have also made some resources available for you and your prospects this month. This month's influence campaign is titled Price Plus Annual Maintenance Programs. Plus, we've got a handful of new blogs up on GoCitywide.com. Maintenance considerations for your building in 2023. The potential effects of winter elements on your commercial property and how to prevent damage. And price is just one factor when considering a facility management partner. Some great resources there, and thank you to our marketing team, as always, for making those available. Hi, I'm Brittany Wise, Corporate Events Specialist here at the Home Office, and my biggest project I'm working on right now is Convention. 
Great to have you, Brittany. Um, so talk to us a little bit about convention. What do you got going on there? Uh, obviously, we're kind of gearing up towards that here in the next few months. So what do you got going on? Yes, this year convention is in Tampa at the Grand Hyatt. It has a great view of the bay right off the water. So we're really excited for this location. A lot of new things this year. The event flow for the first two days is being changed up with the vendor showcase being a few extra hours longer, gives more value to everyone. The charity event is now on Monday night instead of Sunday. There's a lot more structure to that charity event too. John and Steve from the Tampa office have done a lot to evolve what we can do and how large of a ripple we can spread. So that's going to be really interesting to see. Which charity are we working with this year? We are working with the Lyft Foundation, which supports adults with autism, gives them education and jobs so they can live more normal lives. All right. Very cool. So um, if you all saw within the past couple of weeks, uh, we had some registration links that got sent out. So How's that been going? What's been the response you've received so far from that? Yeah, we've gotten a great response. Um, I think we have about 50% signed up now. We are hoping to hit close to 300 this year, which will be our largest event to date. So that's exciting. Um, registration does close on December 12th. So everyone get yourselves registered. So this year, also, if you are attending convention, we will have it set up where we're going to be doing some podcast recording as well. Um, so if you'd like to be on the podcast or you have some things that you'd like to talk about, definitely uh, get a hold of me, let me know, and we'll we'll set aside some time to get that interview. Uh, I'll also be kind of putting around the, uh, no, no pun intended there, but I will be putting around the golf course, kind of getting some interview content there. So uh, anything else you want to talk to us about with regards to convention? Yes, Troy is very interested in hearing about your story, either as a franchisee or elsewhere within the system. So please reach out to Phil if you have something you'd like to share. We're interested in documenting those important pathways that got you to where you are. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you for stopping by the uh, podcast this month, and we'll, we'll hear a little bit more from you as we get a little bit closer to convention. Yes, thank you for having me. Hey everyone, Nicole here again. I wanted to start off by hoping that everyone had a great Thanksgiving. It's hard to believe that it's already December and aside from Christmas parties and volunteer events, IT has some exciting-ish things happening this month that I wanted to share with everybody. As many of you are already aware, a 2023 goal of ours is to implement a work order management system that will continue to transform and enhance operations. For the past six months, we have been working hard researching and interviewing vendors. And over the next two weeks, we have three additional work order management vendors coming on site to demo their product. Then once those demos are complete, we will compare the features of each and select the one that will best support the citywide business model. Our goal is to pick the lucky winner by the end of the year. So more to come on that. Uh, I also wanted to highlight a few enhancements that will be in our next CWCMS release on December 18th. In BC, you will now be able to email finance charge credit memos via document delivery. And in CRM, users will be able to edit the frequency and times per on a contract line 
without having to go through the process of entering a price change. We also have a new field we're adding to the account form that will allow sales to capture whether or not they are able to prospect the account locally. Um, the intention of that is um, with the top-down MBD accounts um, that they can be able to filter out those accounts that they shouldn't be prospecting. And lastly, related to the pricing theme, got to bring it full circle. Uh, we wanted to remind you that you do have the ability to get all of those annual price increases done at once by using the functionality that's available in field sales uh, to enter price changes for more than one contract at a time. Hopefully that should save you guys time with it being the end of the year, got a lot of other stuff going on um, by kind of just getting that done in one sweep. Um, for more information on that, you can check out a job aid that's on Citywide U. And then we also have some price increase reports available in Power BI that can give you some more information on who, what, and when to get for those price increases. And that is all that I have for the end of the year. Chris Onan, Marketing Specialist. Uh, I've been with Citywide for 18 months now. I'm Michelle Camp. I'm a Legal Assistant and I've been with Citywide for six months. My name is Amber Falscroft. I'm a Business Development Specialist and I've been with Citywide going on about five months now. Awesome. So um, I have you all on the show today. Uh, you kind of lived our mission statement, which is to spread a positive ripple. And you did it in kind of an unconventional way uh, through our chili cook-off. So you guys made a lot of people really happy with your chili recipes. I have the uh, first place, second place, and third place finishers from that chili cook-off. This is the kind of hard-hitting journalism that you've come to expect from Ripple On. And I don't know why we've never had a cooking segment on here before, but here we go today. So uh, Chris, tell me a little bit about your chili. What, uh, what was your chili called? What kind of ingredients did you have going on in there? Is it kind of a family recipe? Tell me a little bit about it. My, uh, chili was actually kind of a newer recipe. I'd seen it online. Uh, it was a smoked turkey and sausage chili. Um, everything else about it was pretty normal. But uh, I think the, the turkey and the sausage combination really added something. Um, yeah. And what was it called? It was called the Gobbler. The Gobbler. Okay. Yes. I got you. We're in, yeah. we're in uh, November, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, what about you, Michelle? What was yours called? My chili was called Bite Me because it had large chunks of meat in it. <laughs> okay. Awesome. And so, uh, Amber, go ahead and tell me about your chili. Uh, what, what made it a little bit unique? Um, so my chili, it's was called No Beans About It. Um, and as for the name, you can kind of guess there were absolutely no beans in it. It was just a meat chili. Um, it's kind of a family recipe on my boyfriend's side because he is allergic to beans. So it was a no bean chili. Awesome. And so you got a lot of people out there that, you know, this is the the timeless debate of whether or not chili should have beans in it. Um, what you're kind of describing is kind of the Texas style chili, the the Kasi chili, if if you will. Um, but yeah, I'm uh as far as chili goes, I don't think you can go wrong with without, like as long as it tastes good. Um, who really cares? Like uh, and, and if you're listening to this and you're like hundred percent you have to have beans in your chili, um I think Amber's chili was pretty good. So, mm -hmm. 
let's talk about sides with chili. What do you guys like to serve with your chili? Um, I am from Wichita. I lived there for a long time and, um, I don't know if y'all have heard of this before, but cinnamon rolls, if you serve <laughs> cinnamon rolls with your chili, heard of it, never done it. <laughs> what about you, Chris? What do you, uh, what do you like to serve with your chili? Yeah, I always like, um, either some type of corn or tortilla chip is good. Um, personally, I like jalapenos, uh, cheese, occasionally diced onion. Okay. Definitely fresh diced onion and cornbread. Cornbread. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And uh, Amber, you actually had kind of a secret weapon that day. Yes. What, did, what did you serve with yours? I actually served tater tots tater with tots. my chili. And it kind of goes along with not having beans in it. So we did tater tots with it. Awesome. So, um, yeah, I'm a huge fan of tater tots and chili. So at the end of the chili cook-off, I don't know if you guys felt like this, but I ate all of them and I thought they were awesome. Um, I wasn't a big fan of mine. I felt like it was too spicy. But there was like, I think there was like nine competitors and I felt like obligated that I had to try a little bit of each one. And so then I just sat there, kind of like melted into my seat, kind of fell asleep. Uh, I don't know if you all had that similar experience. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a lot of chili <laughs> for sure, yeah. but it was a good time. I Very think cool. we should have done it at the end of the day so we could go home and take a nap. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. Any other uh, food cook-offs you guys would like to see here? What do you think would go over well? Holiday baking. I have heard a lot of people are like, we had, we just had a chili cook-off. Why don't we have a dessert cook-off? Yes. Okay. What about you, Chris? Um, I can't think of any right now. The other one that comes to my mind is like the, uh, you know, we're here in Kansas City, so maybe just like a barbecue competition would be pretty cool. Um, so... Uh, if you're listening to this and you're part of the events impact committee, um, yeah, let's, let's work on, you know, a bake off or barbecue contest or just any of that. Well, um, I want to thank you guys all for uh, taking some time out of your day. Um, final question for you. So we talk about this concept of spreading a ripple and you guys, as I said, you spread a ripple through chili, which is pretty cool. But what does spreading a ripple mean to you? And how do you think that, um, you know, we can go about doing that in our everyday lives here uh, at Citywide? I'm going to start with you, Amber. For me, spreading a ripple is always, you know, celebrating your teammates, your coworkers. And we do that a lot in uh, the Business Development Center is we always celebrate any of our um, coworkers in there if they get an appointment or if they get a sell on one of their appointments that they did for their franchise. To me, it's just celebrating no matter whose victory it is. I love that. That's awesome. What about you, Michelle? I think it's just making people smile, making people, you know, happy. And I think the chili cook-off was fun because it made a lot of people happy in their bellies. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Chris? Yeah, it's, I think from our definition, just uh, spreading a positive uh, impact in the community. I think with the chili cook-off, it was good because we were able to come together as an organization. Um, while we might work together every day, it's, we don't always get time to, um, to sit down and, and have a, a casual, um, atmosphere. Um, so it was good to have an event that everybody enjoyed, um, and it was bringing everyone together. 
Awesome. Well, um, I think that's a, a great way for us to end today. Uh, and there you have it. That's our first cooking segment ever on Ripple On. So uh, Chris, Michelle, and Amber, thank you all so much for being on the show today. Thank you. You're thank welcome. You. Thank you. All right, everyone, that's a wrap for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed today's show and I'd love to hear your feedback. As always, if you have good news to share, please send it to me at cwpodcasts at gocitywide.com. Until next time, keep positively impacting those around you and ripple on, my friends. <laughs>